everybody what's up it's me jess the ghoul um apparently um shit has been really difficult for us um lately we haven't been able to watch the invisible man um we have kids at home we're in quarantine we cannot record we cannot even watch tv without fucking listening to what anybody says on tv i can i personally cannot hear the tv I mean, I don't know, parents out there, how you're handling this quarantine and, you know, we cannot just do one episode. We can't do shit. So I'm here. Um, Carlos is not here. Um, it's just going to be me in this episode. And I want to just share you um, some information um, about a show that we recently watched, uh, Nosferatu. Um, this one came out a while ago, but for some reason we haven't been able to watch it. You know, other stuff had came up. We got busy with work and other stuff. Um, but we finally sat down and we finished it. Um, Nosferatu is on Prime. Um, it does premiere on AMC. Um, there's only one season and it's 10 episodes. Um, and it's written, um, it's directed, but it's it's based on a book. Um, the book that um, was written by Joe Hills, which Joe Hills is um, Stephen King's son. I did not know that. <laughs> um, I had to look that up, but um, he's his son. And I want to pick up this book now because honestly, the show was really good. Um the show is about um this guy um charlie mac minks charlie minks and uh, he's played by zachary quinto he comes out in american horror story and so nosferatu is a vampire right um but what i like about this is that they switched it up here so 
it's supposed to be, you know, it is about vampires, but the way Nosferatu is spelled is N-O-S-4-A and 2. So in the beginning of, you know, when I first looked this up and I was like, okay, that's different. You know, why is it spelled like that? You know, is it because of the old vampire movie or what? what's up? So we watched this and so basically the vampire, uh, Charlie, he, he is kind of like, his life depends on the car that he's driving with the license plate Nosferatu. And it's, it's, I like it because it's different and it's not something that they just basically ripped off from another vampire movie. And, um, you know, it has its own taste. It has, it has two different storylines that go so good together, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But I just want to express how good it goes. Like, you watch other shows and you're like, you know, what the fuck is this about? Is this about this lady or about this guy or their storylines just don't match up? And in this, you know, in this uh, show you don't feel like that you feel like oh my god this is so good like you're entertained all the time by all these characters and everything that's going on it's just it's such a good show and if you haven't checked it out go fucking watch it and i'm pretty sure you're gonna enjoy it the show starts off you know with this little boy his name's danny and um Charlie has this guy working for him that helps him basically to kidnap little kids. And Charlie's main objective is he takes these little kids out of their home because he sees as like the parents are just not good. They don't take care of their children. They, you know, some of them do bad shit. Some of them don't even care about the kids. Um, But most of the time, like kind of towards the end it's not even like that it kind of makes it seem like charlie just wants to look up for any little excuse to kidnap children and to take them to christmas tree land and that's where crazy shit goes on which they don't show much about it's mostly to get them there but they only have i believe like two scenes when they are in christmas in christmas tree land but um so anyways he goes and he you know he has this guy work for him and he helps um charlie you know kind of kidnap the child but he also kills the parents he kills the mom or the dad or whoever's there um to get the kid and so it starts off with that kid danny and um, so he goes missing. There's a cop. I forgot his name. I fucking am terrible with names. I had to memorize like three characters' names, and that was it for me. I'm sorry, but <laughs> so it shows Charlie kidnapping the little boy Daniel, and um, his henchman or whatever, his worker that works for him, he kills Daniel's mom. And, you know, there's a scene where this cop shows up and um, he's, you know, looking at 
he's like searching the house with everybody else investigators the freaking crime scene investigators and everybody and there's a girl walks up going to school or some shit like that and she's you know she knows them because she teaches a little boy daniel how to read or she's babysitting him or she just had a connection with the little boy and she realizes that he's been kidnapped that he's missing and that girl and she has like a power like she's like she's a medium she has a purple bag with these little um blocks not blocks but like little things that just have letters on them that you you know you like kind of like scrabble so it's scrabble it's like scrabble bag oh my god fucking i'm an idiot so okay she has a fucking purple scrabble bag (laughs) and you know she asks the bag like whatever she wants to know so she'll ask where is danny and she'll put her whole fucking hand in there and her hand will just like look like it disappears like it goes way in the fucking bag but it's a little small ass little bag and she pulls out you know dice and it tells her you know it gives her the information she needs and that's her power she's a medium so she tries to look for her friend daniel that little boy and um She's asking the bag, like, all these fucking questions. And she ends up she ends up asking who can help her find Daniel. And it it pulls out a name. When she when she pulls out the 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 scrabble, she spells out the brat. So the brat in the show is this girl named Vic McQueen. Vic McQueen also has a power. She um she rides her motorcycle and you know she goes out into the woods and she sees a fucking old bridge and nobody can see that bridge. That bridge isn't there. But for some reason she sees it and she's able to cross it. And when she crosses it, she ends up finding things that she needs to be you know that she needs to find so once Vic crosses that bridge she finds what she needs to find but the cool thing about it is that when she's crossing the bridge you know she sees all these bats and like all these all these different things and it's just like it's just the detail in the fucking in, in that scene when she's crossing the bridge and she hears and she sees the bats and you know the fucking bridge isn't there but she's crossing it you know and it, like she has like that power to to you know to see a bridge to cross a bridge that isn't there to find something that's lost and you know that's pretty fucking cool but when she does that um she ends up hearing like a a ringing in her ear and she starts getting really bad headaches and her eye starts to fucking bleed out and you know in the first time that she crosses that bridge she bumps into maggie and maggie is that girl that has that power with her scrabble bag um, the medium so they become close friends because you know maggie wants to find her friend daniel and um, she asks Vic for help, but Vic is kind of like, you know, she's kind of scared because she ends up 
in another fucking place, like way, like not even in the fucking area that she lives. So she's asking, like, you know, where am I at? And Maggie's like, you know, you're you're over here. Like, I don't know where the fuck she Maggie's from, but she had to fly. Like, she would have to fly to get to her. And she just crossed the bridge and she was there. But anyways, um, Vic freaked out and she was like, no, you know what? I, I, don't, I can't help you find your friend. I'm not, you know, I don't have anything. I don't have any powers. I'm just fucking lost. I'm going to go back home. So she ignores Maggie and she goes back home. And, and I believe, I don't remember quite well. I would have to watch every freaking episode at once and tell you guys. But from what I remember, I could be wrong. But I remember um, she goes back home and um, she, she also has like a little friend, like a little girl that she, you know, she talks to. And um, Charlie is after that little girl. And he won't, you know, he, his, his fucking thing is to like kidnap all these different little kids and take them to Christmas tree land to save them supposedly. And, um, but before I get to that, um, I just want to tell you guys, okay. And so when he kidnapped that little boy, Daniel, you know, you, you see Daniel get into the back of the car and it's when you see the magic of the car and what it does to the little kids, you know, once they go in. And at the beginning, I kind of felt like um, Charlie was getting um, younger because he was sucking the life out of the little kids. But it wasn't even like that at all. So Charlie, Charlie is an old, 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 ugly looking vampire in the beginning. And... I don't I don't know how I don't think it explained it but when the little boy Daniel's in the back seat he starts to look younger Charlie and Daniel is looking you know tired and he's falling asleep and he starts getting really pale and you can see his veins in his you know in his face his teeth start to fucking get hella sharp like a vampire but Charlie never went back there to suck on his blood or to eat him or anything. So the so the car somehow was getting Daniel's energy, I believe. And I think it was the car that sucked up the energy from Daniel. And then since the car sucked it up and since the car got more energy then charlie got more energy and i think that is why charlie was getting younger because charlie never never you know you never seen him suck anybody's blood you've never seen him in the show um wanting or craving anybody um he he just wants to save little boys and little girls to take them to the christmas tree land and that's the only thing you see from Charlie is that he like he kind of it kind of makes you feel like he does care about the little kids because he wants them to, you know, have candy and have toys and have people care for them always. But I mean, I don't know. It's I have no idea how to feel about that. But um, yeah, so that's that's what happens. I think that's I think that's what happens in the car is that the car sucks up the life of the little kids and then charlie gets younger 
because I'm just gonna be everywhere, guys. But anyways, that's what happens, you know, to Daniel. And then back to um, Vic when she goes back home. And, you know, she starts to freak out. She starts to hear the ringing noise in her head again. And she's just like, fuck, like, do I really have that power? Like, did I really just go all the way over there and meet that girl, Maggie? And, you know, am I really supposed to help her? And she kind of brushes that shit off until one of her friends, like I said, one of the little girls that she knows in town goes missing. And she goes missing because... You know, Charlie and his fucking henchman or whatever um, take her and they kidnap her. And they end up um, taking the mom too. So in the beginning, Charlie had a guy he was, you know, he had to work for him. And he killed him because I don't know what the fuck he did. But um, he did something bad that charlie didn't like and was you know like you know what you're not a good person you're not you're don't belong in christmas tree land or you don't belong to you don't you don't belong there so you're not gonna go and you need to die so he killed him and then he got somebody else to work for him and it was um vic's vic's janitor from their school and um he had access to, like, all these different fucking gases and, like, just stuff that would make you pass out. And that's what he used to kidnap the little girl that Vic knew. So he broke into that little girl's house and the mom was in the shower. And he gets that gas and he basically makes that, you know, that mom pass out. And she's kind of freaking out and she's running everywhere trying to look for her daughter or her husband and she just passes out and he ends up taking the little girl and puts her in the car and it doesn't really show what he does with the mom until later on but that little girl she was i think my favorite in the mo- in the show because she was kind of like she had an attitude and she was just like you know you you're ugly like i'm not going to go with you like you like i I can't take shit from strangers like no like you're ugly you I don't want to go with you or she was just kind of like really smart and you know attitude and I liked her but um he ended up boring her down because um he told her you know like Charlie would talk to her in the car and he was like you know you have no friends your mom doesn't really care for you your mom's not there you know you're by yourself all the time and you know in Christmas tree land you'll have a lot of friends you won't be alone, you're going to have a lot of toys, you're going to have candy, and you'll live happy, you know, with your friends. And all these little kids that, sh- that Charlie gets seem to have that one thing in common. It seems to have, like, they have issues at home, they have no friends, they're left alone a lot, and I think that's the reason why they kind of go, because they're like, you know, well, I'll have friends now, like, I'll have toys, and once they kind of go and they tell him, yeah, like, okay, I'll go with you, even though they're already in the car, like, it's just kind of like they cave in to what he says, he gives them, like, a toy, like, a part of the car opens up, and then there's, like, a toy in there that they like, and they take it, and they get happy, and that's when they start to kind of turn into, like, you know, these vampire little kids, and 
that's something that was different because I've never seen like you know these movies with a bunch of little vampire kids other than like okay lost boys but they're not kids little kids they're fucking teenagers or um children of the corn you know they're just fucking demon kids you know but like little vampire kids that was i think for me something different because i've never really seen something that i liked and engaged me into um to watch that but it was good and um you know you you see all these little kids you know in their back seat just they start turning evil and like they start like you know basically just dying and turning into vampires and once they smile and you see their big nasty sharp teeth it's like whoa that's fucking freaky and it's just a, it's just a really good show guys but um anyways i'm gonna continue telling you more and what happens um so when once he takes that little girl you know and and Vic finds out that she's missing and she finds out that the mom is also missing she starts to freak out and she's just like you know maybe this Maggie girl was right like you know what the fuck do I do and she crosses the bridge again and she talks to Maggie and uh, Maggie starts to kind of team up with her and tell her we need to work together to find these little kids and save them and so Vic and Maggie start working together to find the little kids, you know. Um, Maggie was still, you know, worried about her little friend Daniel. And Vic was concerned about her friend. I forgot the little girl's name. And she was one of my favorites too, but I fucking suck at names. So, you know, Vic's little friend. I'm just going to call her Vic's little friend. She's concerned about her and uh, her mom because she's missing. And so for some reason i think i i believe it was i'm not sure but i remember um that i think maggie told her who it was and it was a janitor guy and um they come to the conclusion like okay could it be him but you know vic was like no like he's not a bad person he would never kidnap you know anybody he would never hurt anybody because he was kind of slow and he was a janitor and he seemed nice and she would kind of let him borrow comic books and he seemed like really you know like a like an innocent guy and she didn't see like she didn't think he couldn't you know he could do that so she was kind of like no like that's wrong it it can't be him and for some reason um oh i remember um, so she ends up fighting or she ends up um, talking to her family because she has family issues at home and her mom and dad, you know, they argue and the dad's a drunk and the mom is, you know, basically kind of the mom is the one that's fed up with everybody's shit. Vic's mom has um, a lot of issues with her husband because he's a drunk and she's the only one that has her shit together she works she cleans his houses and it's basically under the table right and the dad i don't know what the dad does but he he's basically throughout the show it just shows you that he's a drunk you know and her parents are always fighting because of it and um somebody tells her or i believe i think it was her mom or i don't know who the fuck it was but they end up telling Vic, like, you know, I think it was the mom because they were talking and 
um Vic's mom tells her like you know you don't ever want to see the bad in people you don't ever you don't ever see it because you don't want to see it and even when you don't want to see it they don't want to show you their bad side you know they hide it and they hide it perfectly and you don't see it until you know later on and then that's when Vic realizes like okay maybe the janitor did kidnap you know the little girl and the mom so she goes you know over to his house and she crosses the bridge to find his house because she doesn't know where he lives so she goes and she's thinking of you know finding him and when she crosses that bridge the bridge takes her to his house and he has he has a little girl's mom in there and he's being hella fucking weird and he's like baking cookies and he gasses her up to like knock her the fuck out and it just shows him kind of like kind of like all up in her face and it then after that it doesn't show you anything anymore and it just shows Vic showing up and you know, he freaks out because he's like, you know what, what are you doing here? How'd you, you know, how'd you find where I live? And she just says that she got lost. And she kind of, she kind of goes into his house and she starts to freak out a little bit more. And she's just like, you know, is it just you here? Like, are you alone? And she's like, she sees like a bunch of like Playboy magazines and like just a bunch of nasty, dirty shit. She asks to use his bathroom, but um, she goes into his basement and he ends up, you know, finding her in there and he um, threatens her and I think he wants to kill her. And then um, she's, you know, she's freaking out in there. And I, for some reason, I just feel like that's so scary to me. Like, I'm just like, that. I, out of everything, like, shit like that is what gets me. It's like, fuck, you know, she's going to get kidnapped. She's going to get raped or fuck. She's going to, you know, this guy is just going to do something bad to her. And um, he lets her go because I think Char- Charlie calls and tells him not to hurt her because Charlie wants her. And Charlie's saying that, he wants to take her to Christmas tree lane because she deserves to go. So she leaves and, you know, she doesn't find the little girl's mom in there. But for some reason, I I don't know. It doesn't show that she that she crosses the bridge or not. But she's riding her, her motorcycle and she comes across like this dirt, this dirt uh, little plate like patch. And it looks like somebody dug somebody, somebody there. So she stops and she starts to dig and she finds the little girl's mom there with a nail on like in her head. And, you know, the cops show up and it's just she went through so much shit that day. And, you know, you start to feel like bad for her because not only does she have this power that she kind of just doesn't want, she doesn't want to have it. But she has, like, a broken household. And it's just, it's so sad. And, you know, she's worried about her little friend. And while all this is happening, her parents are splitting up because the dad was having an affair with some bartender. And 
you know, she has to fucking be home with her mom and she just she doesn't want to. She wants to go get her dad and she kind of she kind of I think feels like she can like she can like she can make him feel I don't know, guilty or she can make him feel something to make him want to go back home. And I mean that doesn't happen. So she's kind of like in between, you know, like her mom and her dad. And, you know, all while this is happening, you also see Charlie and the little girl. And there's a scene when Charlie goes and he takes that janitor guy to Christmas. I don't think it's Christmas Tree Lane, but it's like this weird place where it's snowing. And they're walking on top of all these little kids stuck in iced water. And... And they're all in there and they're swimming or they're just in there drowning, but they're not drowning. It's like they're alive. It's just so weird. But it it, it I they had to die, I guess, in order to become vampires, which I don't I did not get that part. Because it does also show um the kids in Christmas tree lane. It shows you know, all these little vampire kids, you know, and it's like a big carnival. And the freakiest part was when um, you see the moon and the moon is Charlie's face. It's like an old man. It's like a it's like an old man's face, but it's the moon and it's so weird. But it's it's just creepy good. And um, so that other guy, that janitor guy, he has some fucking issues it also shows him and his past and it starts to just show how fucked up his life was and how fucked up he is and it shows when he was younger how his dad was kind of like he was not a I don't think I don't know if he was abusive but he was just he was just a dick and he would kind of talk down on on uh, on him I forgot his name but it was, I don't know what the fuck it was, but he, you know, he was kind of slow. And it shows him on Christmas. And he's putting up all these lights with a, with a nail gun. And he's shooting the nails into the, you know, on the, on the, on the wall of the house. And the dad is saying something and he's insulting him. And he just fucking turns around and he shoots his dad in the head with a fucking nail gun. And the nail goes all the way through and the fucking dad dies. And he just drags him into the fucking garage like nothing. And he starts to cry, kind of hits him. And the mom walks up with cookies and, you know, the cookies fall on the floor. And she's like, you know, what what did you do? Like, you, you killed him. And he starts to just break down even more and she just kind of feels sorry for him and that's one thing that reminds me too of like Bates Motel one of my favorite fucking shows I love that show Bates Motel when Norman kills his dad and he doesn't remember it and Norma you know she's just comforting him and she's hugging him and and Norman is just having like a big Norman's like a gigantic breakdown because his dad died and so that's what's happening here in this scene you know He's like crying to his mom and and this one I think it was more fucked up because you know he's crying and at the same time like he's he's like smelling his mom's hair and he starts to like get on top of her and he rapes his mom and after that he kills her 
And it's just like, fuck, like this guy was seriously fucking crazy. Like it makes you, it makes it seem like he was crazier than fucking Norman, Norman Bates. But it's such a good show that it kind of takes it to a place where you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't even see that coming or, oh, damn, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's, it's just a good show. And, you know, even that, like that scene alone was just, it was a lot. Like it was a lot of information. It shows you how fucked up that guy was. And he was working for Charlie. So it shows you that janitor's life and how his life was. And, you know, Charlie did mention to him as well. Like, you know, he's like, I should have picked you up. I should have saved you. I should have done this for you. And because he knows everything, you know, and he, he knows all these little kids and how their their household was. And that's why he wants Vic, because he sees that, you know, her dad is a drunk and her mom her mom is kind of, you know, she comes off like kind of like rude because um, Vic wants to be an artist. She wants to be a painter. She wants to draw. And her mom kind of just tells her like, you know, you're not cut out for college. Like, we're not that type of family. Like, you can't even get financial aid because our work is under the table. We have no taxes or like she's just like coming up with every little excuse for her to not go to college. And she even tells her, you know, you're going to graduate. You know, you can work with me cleaning houses. And Vic is like, you know, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to clean houses. Like, I want to fucking make my own life. Like, I want to do what I want to do. And she's just kind of like, you know, it, it sucks for her because her dad's just a, he's a fucking drunk. And he hits her mom. And, and it shows in, when it's, in a scene when they're arguing. And... um you know, he's dipping his hand in ice. And, you know, in in the later scene, you see the mom, like the mom's face is all bruised up. It's so bad. And, you know, Vic notices it and she doesn't say anything. You know, she never tells him anything about it until um, she goes to No, her mom ends up selling her bike because um, she notices, like I said, with Vic's power, she ends up getting like, you know, the ringing in her ear and her eye starts to bleed. And the mom, you know, she doesn't see the blood, but she sees that her eye is hella red and um, she starts to worry about her. And Vic has a friend, has a best friend. I forgot this fucking guy's name, too. Don't fucking ask me because, oh, my God, I suck at names, but it's her best friend and um he does do drugs he gets high and stuff but that's about it i think and she asks vic she's like you know are you doing drugs with that boy like you know you're doing drugs and you're you know doing all this bad stuff that bike isn't even good for you look at how you are like you have a headache you're sick and you can't ride anymore and you can't hang out with him anymore so she ends up selling vic uh vic's bike and you know Vic can't fucking use the the bridge to find what she's looking for, to find what's lost without her bike. So she goes with her dad to uh, this bike thing. It's like a bike convention where you can go buy, sell bikes. And um, she she's with her dad. And, you know, her dad's telling her, like, you know, I shouldn't have let her sell your bike. And oh, 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 okay, so I missed a big chunk. So the reason why the mom sold her bike was because Vic, um, 
Vic had talked to the cops about um, that lady, you know, that she found, the little girl's mom. She told the cops or like this investigator that um, she something I forgot what the fuck it was, but she told them something that was like, okay, you're crazy. You need to be like, you know, in in, you know, in the hospital, you need to be cared for, you need to be under supervision, you need to talk to a psychiatrist, because you're making shit up, and so they send her away for, like, I don't know how long, and her dad doesn't even go see her, the mom went, I think, and the mom takes her clothes and stuff from home, and the dad doesn't go, so when she got out, you know, she, she went with her dad, and um the dad was telling her you know i shouldn't have let her sold it like i should have been there more and even with that Vic kind of lets it go and she doesn't say anything and she starts to get pissed off because they're at the bar and he's drinking and she's like you know what fuck it like i want a beer too and you know she's 18 she's 18 years old and she starts to drink and the dad's just kind of sitting there kind of like fuck you know like she's upset and um, she starts to tell her, she starts to tell her dad, like, you know, you didn't go visit me once at the hospital. And she's like, you know what? She's like, why did you buy me that first bike? Why did you ever buy me a bike? You know? And he was like, oh, because I told you. He's like, you just lit up when you saw that bike. You were so happy that I had to buy it for you. And that's when it slipped out. She was like, you know what? No, you didn't fucking buy it for me because I was so happy. She was like, you bought it for me because you fucked up my mom. And I saw and I noticed it. And you wanted to buy me something to make that, you know, to make up for that. You know, like she was just like, you're you're a fucking lousy parent. Like you act like a child. She's like, I'm supposed to be the child. You're supposed to be the parent, you know. And she kind of lets him have it. And, you know, it, it it's so satisfying to hear her say that because the whole time like she's just quiet and she hears him arguing and she's just like she'll walk out she'll leave and it's just like like I said like this story like is so good because that's the reason why Charlie wants her he wants to save her he wants to take her to Christmas tree land but he wants to take her as the mom for the kids not as a little kid she he wants to get her you know for like, I don't know, his wife? I don't know what the fuck. But he wants her to be the mom. And um, she doesn't want to go. She's like, you know, she's she's telling him, like, you know, you... Like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to burn Christmas tree down, uh, Christmas tree laying down. And I'm going to save the little kids. And, you know, she, she just wants to kill him. And she has, like, all this shit going on in her life. Like, her parents, her fucking future... And fucking Charlie and saving the little kids. And then also aside from Vic's, you know, story, it also shows you Maggie's, you know. And and Maggie, she was kind of disowned, you know, by her parents because, you know, they found out she was, you know, about her Scrabble bag and how that was, you know, kind of like they saw it as a voodoo witch, you know, stuff and... She was also she's also a lesbian and she would do drugs and you know her mom it shows you a scene where she calls her mom because 
you know, um, Maggie, ha uh, she had like this guy looking out for her and he was a cop. He was that cop um, investigating uh, Daniel's, you know, uh, mom's murder and Daniel's missing. And he was working that and he, he you know, he would take care of Maggie and um, he had gone to this shop where they had seen the Nosferatu license plate car and you know he kind of just gave out his information and you know told them if they ever see that car again to call them and so they found out uh, not charlie found out that he did that and um he killed him he took him to he took him to christmas tree lane and he fed him, he fed um that cop to the little kids and the little kids ate him and you know maggie was feeling guilty because she she had told him about you know her gift and like she kind of got him involved into that and she started doing drugs again she started to just feel alone and feel like you know she was done and you know that that's her part of the story too but um Vic you know Vic was there for her and she helped her like kind of get her shit together and um so you know Vic is trying to still find Christmas tree lane and um she you know without her bike she kind of feels you know like lost and she needs her bike to cross the bridge and um it shows you and it's, it she's with her friend her best friend I forgot his name but um she she was there with him and um the, you know they were together and he was there for her and they slept together and um so they slept together I think I think she lost her virginity to him but um they were together you know and they they had their time together and then um she kind of she she gets up again and she starts to realize that she needs to fucking find Charlie and um I forgot what the fuck happened but I remember she was uh she had gone back to that janitor's house and um I think that's what the fuck happened but he he had tied her up he had gassed her to like make her pass out and he you know he had her under like in his basement and um he was gonna kill her and then she told him like she was like you know what like you know charlie told me he was gonna take me to christmas tree lane you know he wants me there and he was kind of like no like you're lying to me you know no you i'm gonna get rid of you you're gonna die and she was like no well if you kill me then you'll never be on the nice list and you you know you won't go to christmas tree lane because you killed me so then he kind of starts to to you know to be like oh fuck like I, I can't kill her like what do i do and um he starts to get weird again and and um so whenever so i'm sorry so so whenever vic was in that motorcycle thing with um her best friend and her dad her best friend um gives her a pin and she puts it in the in her boot in her i think it was in her boot or in her pants in the bottom and she gets it 
and she's trying to cut herself free from the tape that the janitor put her on. And he's like, he starts being hella fucking weird. And um, she, I think she asks him, you know, how he killed the little girl's mom. And he starts to tell her, like, you know, she smelled good. Like, she, she smelled different than my mom did. But they both smelled good. And he starts to just get, like, weird. And he's just, like... And then he goes into telling her how she tasted. And he was, like, and she tasted good, too. And, like, he starts to sniff her hair. And, you know, Vic is freaking out. And she ends up cutting the tape with the pin that her friend gave her. So she cuts herself loose and she hits him. And she runs away. And, um... She ends up going to her best friend's house and to- and told her like and told him, sorry, told him what happened, and he got mad and he was just like you know he fucking kidnapped you like go to the cops like do something and you know she was like they're not gonna believe me, you know they won't believe what I say, and um, so he fucking ends up getting a bat, and okay like that okay when he got that bat I was kind of like what the fuck is a bat gonna do like really like you're gonna get a fucking bat. But anyways, he got a bat and he went to that guy's house to fuck him up, which he did not fuck him up. Well, kind of he did, but um, he ends up getting fucked up and that guy puts him in his trunk and he he shows that kid to Char- to Charlie and Charlie is like, you know, what the fuck is going on here, bro? Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> And he tells him, like, he's like, you know, oh, he, he's Vic's friend. And um, he's telling, I think he's telling him, like, you know, don't hurt her, don't get her. Like, she's my friend, like, don't hurt her. And then Charlie's like, oh, like, what, you, you love her? And he doesn't say anything. And then he kind of stays quiet and stares at that boy. And he's like, you fucking took her you took her um i forgot what the fuck he said but basically he found out that vic had sex with that guy and then that's what kind of made him feel like you know what fuck that i don't want her anymore like she's not pure anymore i don't want her you know and um vic finds out that her best friend's kidnapped by charlie and that they're gonna kill him they're going to feed him to the children. And she tries to go and, and she ends up she ends up um, going to Charlie's house, I think. And um, she's at his house. And he's like, there's like a creepy sound. It's, a, it's not even creepy. It's a fucking Christmas song. And it's a Christmas song playing. And it's just fucking creepy. But it's playing. And she's trying to run away from him and um i believe he starts to he he starts to chase her down somewhere and she ends up in like a laundry room and she locks herself in there you know and he i think he gives her like a last chance like even after she he finds out she's not pure he still asks her you know to go with him to christmas tree lane to be the mom and she's like you know fuck that no i'm gonna kill you like no i'm not gonna do that so he ends up burning the house down with her in it. But she manages to escape from, like, the roof or whatever. And 
she gets out and she's running and she you know she's running in the forest and then she crosses she comes along the street and there is this biker guy that picks her up and you know she's kind of like freaking out and she's like you know this guy kidnapped my friend and he tried to burn me in his house and you know look there's a fire right there like it just happened and that boy that guy he ends up taking her to like a a store, a gas station. And, you know, they get to the gas station and, um, you know, he starts telling them, like, hey, this girl needs help. Like, call the cops. Like, call somebody. There's a fire. And, you know, the as soon as, as they're talking to the cops or some shit, um, Charlie shows up. And, you know, he has a, a little kid in the back. And that little kid is, like, already a fucking vampire. And he's, like, evil and shit. And he was also in that house trying to kill Vic before it burned down. And he was trying to kill her and trying to get to her. But he was in he was in the car. And um, he Charlie was going to put gas because um, Vic's best friend um, put a hole, like, in the back and made the gas leak. And he was trying to escape from the from the um, from the trunk. So when he punctured a hole, that's also one thing that I I gave it away. Like oh shit, like you know, it's the car that's giving Charlie life. So whenever whenever uh, Vic's best friend did that hole, and the gas started to come out, Charlie's nose started to bleed. And so his nose started to bleed and he was freaking out. And he's like, I need to go put gas or I need to look at this problem or whatever. And, um, you know, Vic is there and she goes out and she she gives the guy, the biker guy that picked her up a gun. And she's like, you know, go like, you know, get him or I don't know what the fuck. She was like, I'm going to go get my friend from the from the trunk. And she's trying to get him out, and she can't, and she can't find the keys to get him out. And meanwhile, this little fucking crazy boy is going crazy and laughing and just being a creep in the fucking car. And um, Charlie, you know, he's kind of, he can't do anything because that guy has a gun to his head. And then Charlie starts to talk about that boy's life, and he's he, he says his name. And I forgot that guy's name too, sorry. But he says his name and he's like, you know, you you never had a woman's touch. You never even felt your mom's love. Like you've never been loved. And he starts to like fucking tell him all this crazy shit about his life. And that guy's freaking out. He's like, how the fuck do you know my name? Like, how do you know me? Like, how do you know all this? And... um you know, and and all during that time, you know, Vic is freaking out, trying to get her friend out, and she's trying to pull him out, and it shows you the magic of the car. So in the back seat, and in the front, like in the front side, there's like a, it's like an invisible wall, I guess. And when she puts her hand through it, like you can see, like it just lights up, or it's it's just fucking weird. And that little vampire kid is hella fucking strong. And um, her her best friend is like, fuck, like, I need to get out of here. I'll just rip my way out through the back seat. Like, I'll just start, you know, I'll start punching holes through the back seat and try to get out. And so 
she you know she's like okay like get out you know and she goes and she's like i the only way to destroy or to kill charlie is to destroy the car so she starts to pour gasoline in the car and she you know she calls out for charlie and she lights up a lighter and she you know she drops the lighter into the car onto the car and it starts to catch on fire and once the car catches on fire charlie starts to just get like all these burned boils and his skin starts to just get hella old and it's just it's creepy fuck it it's some creepy shit but it was good (laughs) and so you know she the car is burning and she's you know trying to help him trying to help her best friend get out and you know her best friend sees the cars on fire and he's like fuck like I'm not going to get out of here. Like, I can't fucking get out of here. And she's like, no, you need to get out. You need to get out now. And he's just like, fuck, you know what? If you don't fucking leave, you're going to die. Like, I'm going to kill you. You're going to die here. And so she's like, fuck. And she goes and she finds a fucking uh, a fire um, extinguisher. And she's like, I'm going to put this shit out. Like, I, I need to save him, you know? And... That fucking hole that he poked in the back that started leaking gas started to leak more. And the fire caught to the back and the car exploded. And he died and um, Vic ended up going to the hospital because she, you know, she was hurt. And um, Charlie was still alive for some fucking reason. Like he was alive, but he was like in a coma. Like he was he was not awake. And um, she was just, you know, crying because her friend died. And um, she's, you know, getting looked at. And the doctor walks in. And the doctor ends up telling her, like, oh, you have frostbite. You have, like, an injury on your leg and or your knee or whatever. And then she's like, oh, and once you get home, she was like, you know, go see your gynecologist. And then I was like, what? Like, what the fuck are you trying to say? She smells? <laughs> but um I was like wait hold on what and you know she's like Vic is like my gynecologist and she's like yeah you're pregnant and she was like oh my god she's like you know she's in shock and I was in shock and I was like oh my god you know like her friend died it was her friend's baby and it was just so fucking sad because I'm like one thing happens to her like this tragedy happens to her and then this other thing happens to her and it's just like fuck like it's so fucking sad and she has to go to her you know her her best friends or you know soon to be you know baby daddy that passed away to her to his funeral and see all like see just everything that you know see all his family and everything that happened to them and she didn't tell that um that boy's mom her best friend's mom she didn't tell her that she was pregnant and you know i think part of the reason why is because that mom every time you would see that mom you know in that and that kid's home like she was always in the couch like passed out like i don't know if she was drugged out but she just always seemed like she was on drugs and um I think she ends up telling her dad and she she asks her mom like you know what would you have done without dad's help 
you know like what would you have done if you would have married him or if you would have gotten divorced and just had me and she was kind of just trying to figure out like what to do and how she's going to handle everything by herself and um you know she tells her dad she's pregnant and that it was you know her best friends and her dad was just kind of like you know like kind of he was he was kind of it shows him kind of getting his shit together when she told him off at the bike shit and you know he he started he stopped drinking and um he she was just telling her like they're they're gonna help her she'll you know they'll get through it and they'll get through it together and um she kind of just has that mentality of like you know i need to get the fuck out of here like i can't be here you know i I can't stay anymore and she kind of lost touch with maggie and um towards the end she goes to where the bridge was and maggie shows up there too and maggie's like you know you kind of just you didn't call me you didn't you didn't call me you didn't you know you didn't keep me up to date you didn't, you know, tell me what was going on. And Vic was like, yeah, you know, I was going through a lot. And, you know, I'm just done. Like, Charlie's in the hospital. He's probably not going to wake up. The car's destroyed. You know, it's gone. And, um, you know, they, they end up going their separate ways. And the car ends up, like, at some fucking shop or auction. And some guy buys it and it's a so the car was a 1938 rolls royce wraith and um so the guy some guy ended up buying it you know even though it was burnt up and it was kind of like it was all fucked up he had a shop and or it wasn't like a shop it was like his home garage or whatever it was a weird thing that he had going on like a business and he picked up he uh he fi- he fixed up the car and he had his son with him and he lived with his mom and um he was fixing the car little by little and um during that time um what's his name um charlie was still in the hospital and you know he was in awake he was in a coma still and um whenever um that guy that bought the car he ended up fixing it he turned it on or yeah he turned it on and it was good and it was running um charlie woke up at the hospital and um and even then um the the i think that his presence was somewhere around the car because he would feel everything that would happen around the car so that little boy that that guy had said that he had a friend then he saw a guy and that he was going to go somewhere with them or he wanted to play with them. And um, he ends up kind of getting possessed again or, or or turning into like a little vampire kid and just being weird and not listening. And, you know, he didn't care that his dad was like scared and he was in the back and um, the dad was in front of the car and the car starts to just go and kind of like almost ran him over and little boy was fucking laughing like a little fucking demon child and he was just like you know he had a fucking candy cane shit just fucking eating that shit like watching his dad almost get ran over like licking his fucking candy cane like nothing 
and um you know the dad's freaking out and he's like you know like he ends up he ends up um calling out for his mom and the mom comes out and she kind of like backs up the car and she tells her son like you know what the fuck like get this car out of here like this car is not good like this car is not okay get rid of it and um he ends up asking the kid you know where'd you get that candy cane and that kid's like oh they you know he, my friend gave it to me and blah 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 he he was here talking to me and like all this weird fucking crazy shit and um the dad ends up going to the trunk i don't know for what but he goes to the trunk and it's open and i don't remember if the kid pushed him no no the kid was in the car so the trunk ended up closing on him and he ended up in the trunk locked in there and um the car ends up driving away because it could drive by itself and it could drive by itself i think because charlie is thinking of it or he feel like i said like he feels the presence of the car or he like his life depends on the car so i think it's like both like i think it's his body and then it's like he's controlling the car even though he's not with the car it's like a possessed car that's possessed by charlie and you know he like the car drives away with the little boy in the back and towards the end the the grandma that guy's mom walks out and she can't find them anywhere and she's looking for her son and she's looking for her grandson and they're gone and in the beginning of this um you know of this season um that lady was in the show but she was older and she was talking about how you know that that guy charlie had had gone there or that car was there and that she's never seen her son or her grandson again and it was just kind of like a like the way the show ended was with that with that episode was with the grandma and the 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 grandson and her son like going missing and it it ended up showing also um vic being pregnant with um the guy that saved her that took her away um that biker um it showed them together and i think they were living together and it was almost christmas time and you know she was just kind of like no christmas shit i don't want any christmas stuff i don't want no hot cocoa shit she was like we're not celebrating that and that's how it ends like she you know they walk away and she's pregnant and it's just such a good fucking show guys like if you haven't watched it or if you've watched it fucking tell me what you think about it because i feel like it's a good ass show and i feel like i want to buy the book now and i want to read that because it's it has to be so much better than the show it's like you know it has like all these shit it has possessed cars it has little vampire crazy kids it has like family drama like it has everything and i feel like it went so good together it blended so good together that i was just kind of like wow this is a good show and i know they're coming up with the with the season two and i think it's gonna come out this year in 2020 i think i don't know um yeah it should be this this new season's coming out and it's gonna be on amc and i want to keep up with it and I know Carlos isn't here, and I know he's funny, and I miss him. 
and I miss fucking uploading podcasts with him and just talking shit with him. It's not the same, and I miss you, babe. <laughs> but um, I want to continue um, talking about this show when it comes out, and hopefully me and Carlos get to talk about the episodes as they come out, and you guys can join us, and you guys can share your thoughts and your opinion. Um, but that was pretty much it from Nosferatu, and I loved it, and, you know, um, it was on IMDb, it was a 6.7 out of 10, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it was 70%, so it did a pretty, it did pretty good, it was a really good show, so, um, that's it, guys. This is Jess, the ghoul, and I gave you my insights of Nosferatu. Plan all your moves in advance. Stay dead, stay dead, stay dead, stay dead and out of this world.